When it came time to bring Auburn's world-class transportation research groups under one umbrella, the university had to find the perfect someone to actually hold it. Someone strong in the field who could flex and fundraise and facilitate the sort of real-world life-changing innovations state DOTs and industry leaders have come to expect from the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. All of which is to say we hope you enjoy learning about Larry Rylett. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. Oh. 1.21 <laughs> You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Hello, loyal listeners. Thank you for tuning in yet again to an episode of Hashtag Getting the Award-Winning Hashtag Getting the Best Podcast in All of Higher Education. I'm Jeremy Henderson, a communications specialist at the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering's Office of Communications and Marketing. Joined, as always, by my co-host, High and Tight Austin Phillips. High and Tight. Looking good, as always. And uh, over here, uh, ready to take care of a sick youngin' as soon as we shove off from today, is uh, Marcus Klutz, uh, producer level three, I believe. I'm just glad he's here now. We we didn't get back up again. Yeah. Backup solution. No, man. I know. I know. We did call him. He said he couldn't couldn't do it. That was rough. I knew we paid Marcus for something. I've just <laughs> been finally, trying to figure out to what it. it was. Today we have an incredibly special guest. Big. Big. Finally been in town, I guess, about half an hour or something. <laughs> about 15 like. minutes. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, now, are we going by, is it, are we go, do we go by Larry? Larry's great. Or Lawrence. Yeah. Larry's great. Larry. Yeah. Larry Rillett. That's what his friends call him. Yes, yes. Larry Rillett, the uh, the new director of Auburn University's uh, Transportation. Say, is it Rylett? It's Rylett, yes, Rylett. sir. Oh, my yeah. gosh. See, Jeremy, you didn't. Say, Jeremy, you're saying it correctly. It is actually a French name, so it's Rillett. Rillett. But, yeah, no, that's what I was. But, but it's, I go by Rylett. So. Rylett, really? Well, dang. Well, I'm Rylan. Two T's. Rylan. Sheesh. Okay. I feel dumb. I got to rewrite this thing. (laughs) (laughs) Rylan, excuse me. Uh, Director, new director of the newly established uh, Auburn Transportation Research Institute. A uh, pretty big deal. And uh, I wanted to start out just by asking you what drew you to the position beyond the opportunity to uh, be interviewed on the best podcast. In the <laughs> education. So I knew this was a big draw. That was when we you. when he was on campus interviewing. That was one of the big yeah. selling well, that points. Was in I was the, like, uh, hey, we're going to get you on the podcast. He that was said, in the job hey, Chris, description. Sign me up. Yeah. Yeah. Benefits, interviewed. On getting, yeah, that was that was part of it. But yeah, yeah, welcome, and uh, we can't. We we've been looking forward to it, and uh, it's an honor. So well, let, thank let, you. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, aside from the podcast, uh, <laughs> the opportunity. Uh, I think the uh, Auburn University has a history of strong research and transportation with the Gav Lab, with the the new structures lab, and and the and obviously NCAT and the pavement. So I think all of those together is a very exciting position to to take that and hopefully bring it to the next level. Yeah, and you come from the University of Nebraska, uh, Lincoln, yes, and um, served in a lot of roles there as a as a chair um, in engineering technology, and as well as the director of the Mid America Transportation Center and the Nebraska Transportation Center. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, part of um, our transportation um, group. Andy Novak is the department chair of civil and environmental engineering. Uh, you two kind of go back a little, a little ways. So talk about, talk about, um, your relationship with Andy and kind of how that may have helped, 
uh, alert you to this opportunity? Sure. Uh, I, Andy, uh, Andy Novak, Dr. Novak, uh, and I go back to 2004. Basically, we both ended up at the University of Nebraska uh, in that year, uh, in that time frame, within six months of each other. He came from the University of Michigan. I came from Texas A&M University. Uh, to do uh, research and, and innovative uh, work at the University of Nebraska. And we worked together for about nine years, and then he moved up to Auburn, and I'm glad to uh, join him here. I think it was a, certainly a, one of the drawing features of Auburn University was having Andy here, a good colleague of mine, uh, uh, to be able to work with him again. Now, where are you from originally? I'm originally from Canada, so you may have, heard you may that. have picked I that up. Yeah, hey, yeah. I heard I, that. I hey. had to hear it. I was <laughs> like, "What's going on here, Mister Rylett? <laughs> what, what what part of Canada? I grew up in Windsor, Ontario, which is right across from Detroit. So right, I'm, right. I've lived in in Alberta, but I'm mainly from Ontario. Well, this is our uh, second, second Canadian. One, yeah, just in a couple like of a weeks. month or two. Yeah, yeah. my brother-in-law is Canadian. There you so. go, Vancouver. So. How about, how about that? That's yeah. That's, so when I was in Nebraska, I could fool people, but here I'm not fooling anyone. No, <laughs> no. no, not at You're all. You get your y'alls down <laughs> yeah. real quick. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, you said Auburn's rich history, transportation research and everything, and, and NCAT, and I'm always – uh, fascinated by you know the the reputation how people have heard Jeremy we are thinking for once we are thinking on the same line that, awesome. that was where I wanted to go with it well let yeah. me lob it up to you, no, you no. Spike hey, it down. great job well, Jeremy if, keep going baby we, but I mean uh, you know had you heard about in these things I mean it's one thing to say you're bragging you got to talk about the new place but I mean with a with a, a group like NCAT uh, with uh, a group, you know, like the Gav Lab and everything. I mean, were these? I mean, we know obviously in our hearts that they do have these, you know, these these national reputations and everything. But I mean, was this something that you had actually like you heard about? Was definitely on your radar? Oh yeah, definitely. I think it was. Uh, I'd certainly known about it. I'm uh, one of my uh, service uh, service event or service activities is um, currently president of the Council of University Transportation Centers. So it's a uh, uh, we have a membership of about 85, so almost every, so essentially almost every university in the United States has a transportation center or a transportation research institute, and they have formed over the years to create this uh, Council of University Transportation Centers. So I was very familiar with across the country the different uh, centers as part of that uh, service activity, and I was certainly very familiar with the Auburn uh, University ones. I think. Getting back to the original question on the University of the Transportation Research Institute here, uh, and and the the uh, the benefits or what it was appealing to it was the fact that we're going to bring all these great individual groups together and, and form one large institute. And I think that will only take what's the this very high national uh, prominence and get, bring it even further by bringing them together. Well, and then the name Rylet, uh, from what I understand, kind of packs a you know. Carry some carry some weight there, and uh, so that that alone is going to do some some great things. At least that's what I mean. I think it's more that people here, but I'll I'll take the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> so what what do you hope to bring in this role in this newly formed umbrella for us to really get all of our transportation initiatives under one umbrella? Sure, and uh, as you as you mentioned, I was director of the Nebraska Transportation Center, which is very familiar. When I came to Nebraska, we had individual groups that were very well known, had been working for decades, and had had a great deal of success. And we brought them all together in the Nebraska Transportation Center. I think there's a number of things of bringing groups together. Uh, it allows us to have a bigger footprint 
bigger knowledge across the country. So not only, you know, when you, if I think of the large transportation institutes, uh, Texas Transportation Institute or Virginia Tech uh, Transportation Institute, um, when they when they go to places, they they bring all their knowledge, right? So all their expertise are all brought together, and everyone knows who they are. And I and I hope to bring that with Autry as well. That we're going to be have this, you know, and Cat's going to help everyone, right? Rising tide raises all boats type thing. So I I could see you know as director uh, a number of roles. One is advocacy, so going out and and trying to bring in uh, more funding. Uh, one of the issues in transportation right now is our problems are becoming so complex that just one group can't really solve them anymore. You can imagine if you're trying to solve something, uh, you, you will need mechanical engineering. You'll need psychology, you know, uh, cognitive psychology, medical center. You're going to need pavement. You're going to need infrastructure. Cognitive people. psychology. Yes, sir. If you're talking Ooh. about drivers and how they react to things and you want to increase safety, and safety is a huge problem in the United States. Oh, yeah. Understanding how drivers react to things. That uh, light at Richland and uh, Suge confuses me every time. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely like to study that. Yeah. And so, yeah, so understanding how people react to things is really important. Uh, you know, you can put up all the signs in the world, right? If you don't understand how people are going to react to those signs, it's not going to be as useful. Um, and we do have a, you know, we do have a large safety issue in the United States right now. We probably have 35,000 deaths a year in, in car crashes and auto crashes. And doing anything to reduce that, you can imagine, I can almost guarantee anyone listening has been impacted by a car crash without a doubt. And, and so if we can do things to, to improve that, to improve, you know, reduce the crash rate or eliminate it, uh, that's, that'll have a huge impact on society. And I can see the Institute being, playing a big part in that. But it really means getting all these different groups together, working together to solve the problem. Well, I'm one of those. I lost my brother 20 years ago in a car crash. And uh, so this is so inspiring to me to see we're doing this work here at home to make Alabamians safer and to make the make the nation safer because it is a enormous problem that we have. I mean, just locally here, what, a month ago, I mean, we had a horrendous crash on 65 that took the lives of um, a couple, you know, more than a dozen people, several kids. You know, it was weather-related. Um, and, of course, during this time of year, people coming back from the beach, going to the beach, 65 is so congested. Um, so it's just awesome to see that we're doing this work here to make us safe. Mm-hmm. How, how did you how, how does one get into transportation at this level? I mean, did you just like drive with matchbox cars as a kid? Yeah, like yeah, that's a great question. I think uh, I can tell my story. I think everyone has a slightly different story. I was a civil engineer is my background. Um, and if, if those familiar with civil engineering, when you go to undergraduate, there's a number of specialties. Uh, we talked about Dr. Novak earlier, Andy. Uh, he went into bridges, structures. So we have people talk going to pavements. We have people going to the, the geotechnical, the soil that the, the infrastructure sits on. Uh, there's also transportation systems. How do you operate? How do you design a, 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 a transportation network? And as you go through your undergraduate, you, you tend to specialize. You know, I'm very interested in bridges, so I'm going into bridges. Uh, in my case, uh, I was fortunate enough to be on a co-op program, so I worked in different areas. And I started working in transportation. What, what appealed to me was the human element of it, that you're really dealing with, uh, you're dealing with the public, you're dealing with the, their, their impact on the public, and they're, you know, it's very difficult just to go do something, right? You have to get their, their buy-in and that. So I think the human side of it really attracted to me to it. And that's sort of, I started to specialize. I liked it. I went and did a master's and ended up doing a PhD 
which I never anticipated doing when I was an undergrad. And, uh, and just over time, I ended up uh, really uh, enjoying what I was doing on the research side. Well, well, oh, go, go ahead, ahead Jerry. Well, no, what, what, what's been the most rewarding uh, aspect of that research for you? Oh, I always, I always enjoy it when our research gets implemented and it has an impact. Okay. And, and sometimes it takes, you know, it takes a long time. We do the research. We have to go change our, our codes, get them implemented and check. I'll, I'll give one example. It wasn't really my research, uh, but it was done at our, at my previous university, University of Nebraska, Lincoln, where they had developed, uh, a safety protocol, uh, for rural areas. Um, so, as you, I, I can guarantee in Alabama, we have small towns and we have roads between them. And as you drive in, there's a signal, traffic signal there. And it's very dangerous because you're going from a very high speed down to a lower speed. Uh, and the crashes there are, can be horrific because there tend to be T-bone crashes. And they had developed a system where they would detect the cars as they came in. And if the light was going to turn red on them, they got rid of the decision. They just turned the light green longer. So the car didn't have to make a decision to stop or not. The car is waiting the, waiting for the light to change, waited. And they just continued on and they waited. And they would do this until there was enough space that they could turn the light and there would be no decision. Very simple solution, hmm. very elegant solution. That is, yeah. That is, that we, is we, were at, elegant, we were asked yes. to do an evaluation of that. And we did that maybe uh, five years ago. And it turned out that that simple system that was very inexpensive cut the number of T-bone crashes in Nebraska by half. And we were talking earlier about the, about the, the, you know, the, the effect of these crashes. Can you imagine what kind of impact that had? No one knows who they were, right? Yeah. They, you know, but cutting it down, we had a very positive impact. So I think getting our work implemented and saving lives and saving money and doing things better, that's the most rewarding part of it, of the research. Man, I love that. Yeah. Well, um, you know, under this umbrella, we have several um, several programs, several labs. Uh, one of them, kind of you talking about bringing everybody together on one team, something I think is going to really fire you up, our Alabama Transportation Assistance Program. Mm -hmm. uh, they put on a conference in Montgomery every single year. Thousands of ALDOT uh, employees, contractors all across the state um, and we're there to be able to present research in asphalt, you know, findings on, on you know, traffic patterns, what, whatever it is. But, I mean, there are literally over a thousand people that come to this conference. So that's really going to fire you up. But what is something else that you're really looking forward to working with some of these under the umbrella of the Transportation Research Institute? Oh, yeah, certainly. the And I'll just come back to, you know, the Alabama ATAP with Rod Troche's group. I mean, when we're talking about implementation, this is a key part of it, right? So, you know, the academic world is, is sometimes rightly justified that, well, we go do some research, we write a report, and then we move on. But it's these type of conferences and these types of connections that are really important for taking our, our, our work and implementing it. And so I, I'll just uh, agree with you on that. That's a that's a really wonderful program we have. Yeah, we we'll, we put it on for about seventy years now. Yeah, and I was mm -hmm. and we were just talking this week uh, with Rod about what we can do more. Are there other activities that we? Oh, can he's do already to, been in contact with our mm -hmm. office. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and early in early uh, we had the Rodcast, an early podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you well, might want to go had, back and listen to that. We one. had Tarochi on there. Too. Yeah. And I know you're wrong way, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> You uh, you also got to just be looking forward to some actual real football, uh, you know, coming from Nebraska. I mean, Big Twelve or yeah, whatever, wherever there. Scott's is. had a little trouble since he moved up north from Central Florida. Yeah, yeah, it's a, 
Yeah, Port Nebraska, right? I, w- I watched the decline of it. It was uh, it went from leaving the stadium early to boy, we're going to stay right to the end to see <laughs> see if we're going to win yeah, or not. Yeah, and, uh, and yeah, we're hopeful on that. But yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to the football in the SEC. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy for you. Just to me, on personal. <laughs> well, besides that firing you up, let's go back. What what what's some other things under the umbrella that kind of fires you up to to be able to work with these groups? Yeah, I think the uh, like I said, the, just a d- diversity of research. So I'm looking forward. We have a new structures lab. That's gonna that's gonna really be a game changer. Have you gotten uh, to go out there yet? Yeah, I've been oh, out there yeah. and, and talked with folks. So I think that's gonna be very helpful. I think the you know with the the expertise we have in automated vehicles is gonna be a, a game changer as well. We talked about safety and. I think if we're going to be looking at, we're already seeing it implemented as sort of, you know, driver assisted uh, things. I'd be interested to see how far that gets. Uh, but certainly we can make an argument that that's going to make a profound effect on safety, having better knowledge of what's going on around us. And, well, just and the, the safety stuff you talked about, um, the truck platooning work that they've right. done. You know, I mean, the amount of trucks that we have on the road here in Alabama um, and be able to, you know, really make that a lot safer for us is, is amazing. Yeah, so all those things I think are are good. I think what you, what you, what we really want to do is go after these larger bro- projects and larger centers uh, where we bring the expertise in uh, from NCAT, from the structures group, from the from the systems people, and really coordinate our work to solve these very difficult problems uh, and really make a difference for uh, for the for the public. You know, have you have you been out to the track yet? Yep. Yes, sir. Have you now? They're they're coming up on what like ten million miles. Getting or, close, probably is, is within the next million, year. It'll be about ten million miles that well, they've run on. You that. should be the one behind the wheel for it. Yeah. How about yeah. that? We could make a big deal <laughs> about mm-hmm. it. I love it. And that, I mean, if you've ever been behind a you know in a big rig. Oh, yeah. That's up to you. We'll leave that. You know, just, <laughs> just another perk, though. I think Randy Randy should be the one driving that. Yeah, yeah that's true. Or Christine. Yeah. <laughs> we could get Christine I just watch out for potholes. Yeah. <laughs> Sheesh. Yeah. Well, Larry, um, I can't can't thank you enough. I uh, don't want to keep you too long because I know you got to. You're still hitting that ground running yep. over there, but it's so great to to, to have you. I mean, uh, the the announcement was back in March, I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but for you to to be here now and got him on campus and, 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 and to be doing this incredibly, we're, re- we're ready to roll. And there we go. Incredibly <laughs> important work. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be great. And and we're so near. You know, we're we're so close. Yeah, we're too. neighbors. So yeah. that's right. That's right. That's, that's right. going to be yeah. great. Yeah. So, well, we, we hope. Maybe next week. Uh, here comes Larry. Yeah. He needs something else. Oh my gosh. You gotta be careful <laughs> what you wish for. Yeah. Not. Stop talking about transportation. But happy, happy to have you here. Uh, I yeah. appreciate that. Thanks, Thank man. you. And we got to tell you, War Eagle. If War Eagle. Said, yeah. Yeah. War Eagle.